In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. I'm so excited, man. Man, all we need is Adrian Gonzalez and Kyle Crawford on this thing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, so another post game um, get together here. We got Coop, we got Courtney, we got me, and 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 Punto is going to be on here in just two seconds. And most importantly, the guy who only comes out for the podcast, right? <laughs> Josh Beckett, Josh Beck, the the man. Talk about Mister Postseason! Holy crap! Was there a better postseason pitcher than Josh Beckett? No, and there was no. one tonight. <laughs> there were multiple. There were yeah, there multiple. were a few tonight. <laughs> Is that, yeah, was that was a, not unbelievable? Yeah. yeah. So are are you on the side of like that's like a no hitter like compared yeah, to anything. like when they say like the last no hitter since Roy Halladay? Um. That that was impressive. They needed that. Like after last night, I know Lance McCullers, and I know he took that really well or took that really bad. But then, like, answered the questions really well. Um, I texted with Lance last night, and I I know how much that that hurt him, and I I know he knows that he was tipping his pitches, even though the way he answered the questions was not. He, he answered the questions properly, how you're supposed to answer questions. He, he, he took the blame, and it, it was it, – it, it sucked for him. And, it I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it was it's, it's one of the worst looking postseason starts ever. But then the Astros, like, needed to answer, and they did this. Yeah, yeah. Well, like first it was. Well, it, talk about the all-time like greatest answer to like how do you come back from last night? Like Kevin Millar texted me this morning. It was a kick in the mouth. Huh. Because because you're a Houston guy, right? I mean, you, yeah. you, people should know this. I mean, you did what a couple of years ago? You did the TV TV stuff for Houston, right? Yep. Yeah. So you're a Houston guy. So I mean, you know these guys. And you don't. That's and what you just said about McCullers. I don't know. I've never tipped pitches in the major leagues, Josh. I, don't I know have. You, I, I know there's only <laughs> one so, person. There's only one person on this podcast that tipped pitches in the major leagues. Yeah, I I, 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 I told somebody the other night because because they thought one of my buddies in in Bernie, Texas, thought that Christian Javier should have started last night, and I said, no, this is the right guy. And this was before the game, before any of this stuff happened. And 
I said, no, this is the right guy. And then next thing you know, it's three nothing. It's five nothing. And then it's like seven nothing. He's like, no, this is not the right guy. And then all this stuff happened tonight. But it was like, it it literally was like, I I I I couldn't wrap my head around why this happened to Lance. But like I'm telling you, this is the all time greatest answer I've ever seen. I feel like I feel like Ortiz right now talking because I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> and so yeah, I, I'm at the ranch. I'm with my brother. He's right over here. And Hello, we're, we're, we're having a couple toddies watching this game, and then it, 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 it ends up being a no hitter. It, I mean, it was it was unbelievable. So, as a as a pitcher yourself, and you start to see this, you know, take flight, can you just kind of feel that like they're in a rhythm that they they have a shot at like finishing this off with having a no hitter? Yes, yeah, Tom. No, because because Tom. I didn't want them to throw the no hitter. I didn't want them to throw Presley, but I guess he's had two days off and. Dusty's trying to keep him in, in the, some sort of a routine. But what I was trying – the point I was getting at a minute ago, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm bouncing back, but, like, he asked me, he goes, there's fixed to be a fight at the bat rack in the Phillies dugout. I said, oh, I've seen plenty of those. It was when I was pitching. <laughs> but, yeah, so going back to your question, what was your question again? Just it, it, as a pitcher yourself and as a big league pitcher, in these type of moments in the World Series, I mean – can you notice that like a, a pitching staff kind of galvanize around a moment like that? Yes, but like I mean, still at the end of the day, they just needed to win today. But they needed they kind of needed to like have that fu deal too. Yeah, they need to pitch on their territory. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's like last night was like Kevin Millar said it was a kick in the mouth. Yeah. And then tonight they came back and like they had their own, they had their own deal too. So Josh, kind of my question for you is sort of how we kick things off earlier. Do you consider a combined no hitter? Do you consider that like a legitimate no hitter? Is that like a no hitter in the books or is that a no You do, you do. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's, 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 it's such a rare feat. I mean, it's it's just such a it's such a cool deal. I mean, I, like I said, I is it is it Roy Holiday's deal? Maybe not. Yeah. But it's yes, it's still it's still a a, a cool deal. I mean, they even they showed a, a stat after the game that just six innings alone hasn't been done. You know, a couple decades. So it it shows how challenging that is, and especially on that stage. So no matter what, especially a schmuck like myself, like you have to tip your cap and just like give your respect to that type of moment. And it was an incredible I think moment. even the Phillies fans, it, 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 and I'm, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I threw a no-hitter there, and they they, they right. threw me. All right. Yes. Yeah. No, they, 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 they threw a no-hitter in Philadelphia. And they hated me when I was, when I was like, with the Marlins. They hated me. Hey, Josh, so, can I ask yes. you about your Marlins time for a minute here? You bet. All right, so I'm a huge, huge Pudge Rodriguez fan. Mm. How was how was 03 for you? How was working with Pudge? I mean, awesome. was that just, yeah, was that just a wild? I mean, talking about World Series, right? I mean, 2003 World Series, you had Ozzy Guillen on your staff. You had Pudge Rodriguez catching you. What was that like? I love that you mentioned our third base coach. I'm, I'm a, okay, so I should have said this to you. I'm a Chicago girl. 
I'm a white okay. Sox. So I know Ozzy very well. Um, so I've always kind of marveled at that 03 team because I love Ozzy. I love Pudge. So that was one of my favorite teams growing up, to be honest with you. So the fact that I'm talking to you now is kind of cool. So kind of want your outlook on what it was like pitching a Pudge and the whole thing, being in a World Series. He, he was and, amazing. Yeah. He was he was amazing. And um, Avila called me the next year and asked me about him. And that's when they signed him to the – I don't know I don't know how much it was worth. It was like a yeah. four-year deal, though. Uh, Al, Al called me. So Al, Al was the – assistant GM when I was drafted with the Marlins and Al called me and said, what do you think about Pudge? I said, I loved him. And I mean, they ended up signing him to like a four year deal. He may have stayed there longer. I honestly don't know. Um, but no, he, he was great. Like he called a good game. He loved to call fastballs when guys were on first so that he could throw them out at second. And <laughs> we just, we just went, we just, we just went with it. Like I like throwing fastballs anyway. There you go. So, that was a perfect so, so I, as I said at the beginning, Josh, you know, here I'm here to build up, right? Best, best that run. I watched it. I was there 2007. Like, what an unbelievable run. Best postseason run ever, right? You would have made it by yourself a crap load of money. If you I'm not, I'm not going to agree to anything. <laughs> yes, it was a, it was a good run by our team. No, I, listen, I, I, I didn't I didn't ask you to to agree to anything. I just I'm just saying stuff. I'm just talking. But you know you you watch these postseason games. Like do, do you can can you pick the guys who are crapping themselves and aren't going to crap themselves? No, I can't. No, because, because I feel like it's just like it's game to game, man. It's just I don't. I mean. You know, but, you know, some, some guys, some guys are good guys for can. a game and then they're not good for a game. But, like, for the most part, like, guys that have a little bit of experience, they tend to, to, to fare a little bit better. Yeah. But, I mean, you were – but sometimes – I know that's not the answer you're looking for. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying – listen, I'm saying that, like, the fact is, is that, like, you when you got out there, when in that moment, you're like, okay, you know, let's do it. And some guys aren't like that. That's just the fact. You know? I know, but I'm I'm from the Harvey Dorfman school where you just execute pitches. It doesn't matter the circumstances. Do you, well, you, do you want job. some cliches? I'll give you some cliches if you want. Them. <laughs> no, that's see. Listen, you know, you and I go back, right? Yeah. Right. Have, you, don't break your streak of never, ever, 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 ever giving me a cliche ever. <laughs> okay. So, so don't give me a cliche. I just want the truth. I want you to say, hey, you know what? I was in the zone. No one was going to touch me. I felt that good. I <laughs> that is won. a cliche. I in itself, won. right there. I should have won. won the Cy Young over CC. Oh, no. Was, I'm not going to say that. It was bullshit. Because we, we want a ring. We oh, want a ring. I was, oh, I, was, oh. I was totally happy winning the ring. Is that Punto? Hi, buddy. Hey, What's buddy? up, Josh? Is that Punto? <laughs> Look at it. Golly, what a he's still in great shape. I'm fat as shit. That's what I said. <laughs> Look at how great this is, Josh. Oh, what are you man, talking you, uh, about? You gotta find those clippers that cut it from the back to the front. 
Hey, Nick, Nick, we're, we're still waiting. We're still waiting on Adrian Gonzalez and Carl Crawford to jump on to make it complete. Oh, my. <laughs> that would be incredible. The Nick Punto trade. Like I said, the Nick Punto trade. So in case people don't understand, all these two, we got half of the Nick Punto trade here. And so I want to know, and I've already talked to Nick earlier this year about it. Josh, the plane ride you guys took from Boston to Los Angeles, right? Was Mm -hmm. there dancing involved or no? Well, Adrian loves to dance. (laughs) I'm not a dancer. I don't know if you saw the outfit I wore, but I should I should have got banged in kangaroo court for my outfit alone. I I kind of remember it. It was the, the it was a the t shirt was terrible, wasn't it? The cream shorts with the belt. <laughs> I remember it. There is there was there is no limit to what I should have been fined. <laughs> like As I should have thrown the team party. I should have thrown the team party that year. For the Dodgers, no less. Hey, we get off the bird, and Magic Johnson's there. Uh, Can't, what's his name, Stan. The whole whole new crew, like, so excited to meet Beckett. (laughs) He's got the cream shorts on. (laughs) With the belt, I I think I had the Syracuse tuck going on. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, y'all have to look the Syracuse tuck up. My wife rolls it every day. Uh, man, that was man what a good time that was. We were just talking. Yeah, what a good the 2012. What a good time. What a oh, good right. time that was. <laughs> now, I mean, can we just bump forward a little? <laughs> well, Nick. So okay, yeah. since since Beckett won't. Beckett's like for the first time in his life talking in cliches. So uh, uh, I will ask, I'll ask you, you watched him pitch in the postseason, right? And I was saying like some guys get on the mound and you say, Hey, you know what? It's not going to, nobody's going to beat me. I was there. I witnessed it. I watched it. No one was Kenny Lofton throwing the bat at him, whatever it was. Right. Right. No one was going to beat Beckett. I mean, from your perspective, you've seen those guys and right. Yes. I, I in fact, you guys didn't even notice this. Hey, nobody was going to beat him in the regular season either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I no, but you're right. Season. Hey, that's such a great point. Aces have that unique ability, Bradfo. They have that unique ability just to elevate when that when the moment's big. You know, that, and when those lights get a little bit brighter, um, you you see that because they're elevated for the first time in, in a long time. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> that stuff's always uh, awesome to watch. That kid tonight was incredible. Um, I don't think anybody saw that one coming either. No. no. Well, we, did, we did here in Texas. Yeah, I was going to say, Beckett's like throwing a – this is great. This is awesome. Actually works out. Forget the fact that you guys are in the same trade, that you played together, that you're friends and everything else. Forget that. The fact is that we got a Phillies fan and an Astros fan. Finally, I couldn't find an Astros fan anywhere. Thanks, Josh. You couldn't. No. <laughs> Mattress no, Mac no. seems to be like he like he likes them. Who? Mattress, Mattress Mac. Mac. Oh, Mattress. Do you know him? Do you know him? 
No, How do you I know? Him? Well, I mean, I know, yeah, I mean, I guess I've met him, but like, do we know each other? Like, not real well. But we could have got him on here, but I don't know if his language would have been appropriate. No, it's all right. We're, it's, That's it's, a, fine. it's a podcast. We can we can get spicy. It's after hours. It's, it's, four, it's four minutes till midnight. As Is this I said, on Bravo? I'm on podcast after dark. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Bravo. Nick, I have to ask you the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I asked Josh, uh, yeah. do you consider a combined no hitter like a legit no hitter? Yeah, have I been in one? Is that Ooh. what you asked? I, I go ahead. <laughs> do you can do you consider a combined no hitter like a legitimate no hitter, or is there like a little asterisk for you? I there's an asterisk for me, but I think Ooh. that's just be, I think Are that's just because I miss seeing the horses i miss seeing that that number one just throw 12 innings like a like a morris did in the playoffs in 1991 through a no hitter didn't he throw a no hitter through 12 innings or something crazy like that i guess no, shut up no hitters nine innings you know a no hitter him, him, him and smoltzy both were 10 innings shut out yeah You're right yeah that's exactly I, right. I, I text smoltzy last night i said you would have pitched till you were I, I think i said 69 because i was kind of like trying to be funny but I said you would have pitched till nice, you were sixty nine nice. if if you, you did it in five inning increments. <laughs> and, and, I, and I honestly believe that's pretty funny. That. Like some yeah. of those guys, like they just had that. Like, like if you if you told Smoltzy, like you only got to pitch five innings this week and then five innings next week. I honestly, Smoltzy'd still be pitching. Did you do the whole uh, Tom Brady thing there? If he's well, doing he, the TV twelve method, yeah. Yeah, he was talking. He was talking last night. Minus the divorce from the uh, supermodel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Smoltzy's not marrying this. It doesn't matter how much money he has. <laughs> Listen, if you don't marry the supermodel, you can't get divorced from him. So there yeah, you go. that's exactly right. Yeah, but you know, so he was talking about what he was talking. Remember, he was with the Red Sox. He went to St. Louis. And speaking of tipping pitches, like he said, he's like. Yeah, I got to St. Louis, and they said I was tipping my pitch. Well, you 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 played with him, right, Josh? In, yeah. In yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, I got. I was throwing my first bullpen." We tried to pay was- Joe West off. He was the first base umpire the day before, and so we like we're like, "Hey, what song you want to hear Smolty come out to?" Because like Smolty was not doing good, and and we're like, "Hey, what song you want Smolty to come out to?" And like thinking maybe we get like points, like with <laughs> yeah. Joe West. Nope. Cancel Christmas. <laughs> Smolty gave up five in the first, two in the second. He, did, he didn't get an out in the second, and and we're we're all in there drinking beers. <laughs> That's how Joe West wanted would have wanted it to end, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, Josh. What what kind of beer? Most importantly. Uh, yeah, I don't drink much beer anymore. We were drinking uh, probably Bud Light. Yeah, I had a bad feeling. That's all right. I won't hold that against you. Oh, really? Would, would you be, uh, yeah, Corey, you what would you be drinking? Well, okay, I'm I'm a craft beer connoisseur. I mean, I oh talk- god, you're, you're <laughs> like my brother-in-law. I'm an IPA girl. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, I'm a serious beer drinker. Yeah. Oh, you're right. a serious beer drinker. Yeah, I am. Right. Uh, yeah, you haven't right. been around many baseball players. <laughs> <laughs> you're a serious beer drinker. You can't drink that shit. I mean, I'm. I'm oh, I thought we were on that. Bravo. No, we are. It's, it's, no it's, it's exactly midnight. So you, you, you got it right under the wire. So, 
So, so you, uh, so you're a whiskey, Cordy. You do drink whiskey. I, I have, believe me, I have tried very hard to drink whiskey. Good very, effort. Very, very hard. I cannot get into it. Um, if I'm going to do spirits, I'm going to do tequila. Anyone a tequila fan in this chat? I am. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I My brother said he likes tequila. Okay, okay. So I can hang at the Beckett household. Okay, that's good you to like know. I know you like this one, Court. Let me see that. Oh, my favorite. Who doesn't like Nick, you and I, we need to shoot a couple back, I think. We got to figure out a time. We'll do it. Absolutely. We'll do it. But mostly wine, beer, that's kind of my forte. But I am a tequila fan if I'm going to do spirits. You like a gas station in West Texas. Oh, I really do miss you. God, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. That made my night. Thank you. Give me, Nick, give me, give me a good, give me a good back story. Oh, Kitty. There's just so many. <laughs> Golly. The best is just Beckett on the airplane. Him and Pedroia are my two favorite airplane teammates of all time. Well, isn't Pedroia like petrified of flying? Well, that was my favorite. That was actually my favorite thing because he was so arrogant and cocky in his mannerisms of every day, no matter what he's doing, you know, like, so it was so fun to see him that insecure. And I would just ride him. I'd be like, it's all right, buddy. I mean, no team's ever gone down. It's not going to happen to us. You're fine. <laughs> and then, Becky, remember when he would start screaming? Take it down. I don't even care. I'm a career 300 hitter. If there was a league above this one, I'd be starting at second base. <laughs> oh, God. I he was so scared of flying. Oh, so scared. So what What was Beckett doing? Like, what? Beckett just in the – he's just starting it up, just, you know, starting a little bit with everybody. We're, you know, just riding each other. The things we miss the most, honestly, are, are those times, right? I mean, when you ask any baseball player to a man, Cross he's like, what do you miss? I miss the bus rides. I miss the airplanes. I miss the, the clubhouse. Like, all that stuff is what I truly miss. Well, we, had, we had Pap <laughs> on. We had exactly. Pap on the other day, right? And he's talking about that. He's talking about the poker games with the Phillies. He said that they, the, the stakes were far bigger, far bigger than with the Red Sox. A, was that true? And B, I've heard this so many times that Ortiz was the worst poker player, but he just tried to overpower everybody. Yep. Yeah. I stopped playing because I got tired of taking their money. (laughs) (laughs) Because because that's what they try to do. They don't play their cards. They play how much money they have in their bank. True. (laughs) True. And if you got some balls, you can take some money from them. Yeah, you bet. You got a man up and try, try to test them. <laughs> no, was you it, get was a it couple Sean of Casey guys that had told us like Poppy bankrolled him for a bit just to keep him in the game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Casey said that uh, in the flight to Japan, Ortiz bankrolled him like ten grand, and then forgot that he did it. So yeah. <laughs> oh, Sean Casey. Yeah, 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 Sean Casey. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Hey, being smart's not for everybody, Rob. <laughs> see, see, that's what I miss. That's what, this is there the thing. Is that, the one-liner. I mean, I tell you what. This is the funny thing. Is that like Beckett? Like when he's playing, we obviously we get along. He's like one of my favorite people to talk to. 
and that and we've already talked about this, Josh. You would sit there and people are petrified to talk to you. I'm like, why? Like, why? It's great to talk to. Yeah, that's what that's the way I wanted it. I know what it was. I know it was. Yeah, I want I wanted the media to think I was Juan Acevedo. <laughs> <laughs> and really I was just like Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's the heart one? Your one-liner for the heart. Oh, the oh, oh the hey, no, that, hey, that's this time of year right here. Yeah, Spootinator. Spootinator. That's, it's it's Mike Mordecai. Yeah, that's who I got that from. I, I want to give him all the credit in the world. I, and, uh, it's and That's the tendon that connects your heart to your balls. <laughs> yeah. And oh. then so. Is that it, not the you find out this time of year who's got one of those, because <laughs> not everybody's got one. No, and that's and that brings me back. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, you clearly had the spoonator. He yeah, has it. Sucks. Yeah, anybody could have pitched for my shit. <laughs> if you'd have gave Puto my shit, he would have been the first guy on this call. <laughs> well, listen. I, I watched Nick terrorize the White Sox for years, so I know what he's got. He's a pain you in the watch ass. Nick terrorize who? <laughs> who just left your house? <laughs> who just left, <laughs> who the just left your house? <laughs> what is going on over there? No, he's, I was he's like, when machine... I'm sure he, he went out there to take a piss. I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> you remember the when the machine when Pat Burrell. And uh, do you guys, if you haven't seen this skit, you have to go watch it. It's Pat Burrell as the machine. And, oh, yeah. and he's getting interviewed by, uh, I want to say it's Millar. I don't know who it is, but he's getting uh, the closer. Closer for the Giants. Beard. Yeah. Fucking uh, Brian Wilson. Wilson. We played with Brian him. Wilson. Brian Wilson. So Brian Wilson is <laughs> doing an interview like this. He was your teammate. I just said he's I need my to teammate. introduce you to your teammates. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, okay. I didn't mean to interrupt. Brian Wilson's <laughs> doing this interview like this, and just like that, where Josh's brother walked out, Pat Burrell walks into the camera <laughs> view wearing the. I've know, seen it. It's watch. so good. It's so good. <laughs> Everybody needs to watch that. I remember that. Well, I'm for this, and that's fine, but I used to have the biggest crush on Pat Burrell. They all well, did. Again, oh God. you had 10,000 other women. Correct. Correct. <laughs> That's why I said I know I was going to kill for it. I, I just saw him. I, I was at the uh, – so I'm a member of a club in, in California, and I was playing in the member guest, and he played with uh, Brett Hull. Oh, oh that's And he's still he's still a – hey, Pat Burrell is still a good-looking man. What does Brett look like? Is he? Does he look Brett good? Brett Hull? Yeah, Brett Hull. You look good? Uh, he, he He's fine. No, he looks great. No, he yeah. – and it, he, he was holding it together father. great. He like looked at his dad a little bit because I'm not interested. Well, I don't even know who his like dad nice. was. Was his dad Dick Van Dyke? <laughs> <laughs> you if said dad was Dick Hull, Van Dyke, right? yes, he looked like yeah, Brett Hull. Brett Hull. So, so Bobby Hull was his dad. You know who Bobby Hull is, so, right? So, I don't know. I, I know nothing about hockey except for them some bitches can drink. So <laughs> can, and the holes can. So Brett Hull is Bobby Hull's son, and Bobby Hull was a legendary Blackhawk. Yeah, but what but what, what Josh said was Brett Hull looks like a good-looking Dick Van Dyke. I can see that. 
Okay. I no, I, I love I love Brett Hole though. He, he yeah, no, he was awesome. awesome. And they, they they were a great team. And if my guy would not have shot eighty five on the last day, we were right there in it. That's because you didn't bring me. You always forget about me. I live here on the West Coast. Yeah, what's I wrong know. with you? Well, and, and, and you know what? And jet lag was a big deal for him. I think my guy. Well, yeah. listen, at least that's what he blamed it on. Listen. Well, there you go. You get you got to can him, and then I don't have jet lag. It's an hour. You would have never, Josh. You would have never been playing for the Dodgers. You would have to finish that year in 2012 if it wasn't for Nick. I mean, Nick. <laughs> Nick sealed the deal in that trade. It was done. Boom. Uh, yeah. I know. Yeah, that, that's sure. who they were really after. I'm sure. It was. I, I, lo- I love mess- messing with Nick, but he's an awesome teammate. Awesome <laughs> guy to be around. I, no, I'm serious. I, I always mess with him, but, like, he, he, he was an awesome teammate. Thanks, Bubba. You did mess. See, that's what we're here, that's what we're here for. That you want to hear the greatest part of that trade was when uh, – they 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 had that deal finalized and Ben Sherrington called everybody but me. <laughs> and I had a no trade clause. Do you know the story, Nick? No. You don't know this about my no trade clause? Yeah, no. I mean, I knew didn't you have that and Adrian, right? I don't know if Adrian had it or not, because they always did like the favored nations thing in Boston. So, like, if somebody got something in their contract, if you sign as a free agent or something, they do the favored nation. So, basically, you got everything that that somebody else got in their contract. But I had it because I was 10-5. And so oh, they called right. everybody, yeah. and it was like a done deal except me. And Ben Sherrington called me, and I said, uh, I said, no, I think I, I don't want to go because the taxes in California, you know me, I'm a fucking Republican motherfucker. <laughs> and sorry, I thought we were on Bravo again. Um, and and I, I said, I said, no, I don't, I'm not going to go because because of the taxes. Carl Crawford called me and said, I'll pay your fucking taxes. <laughs> and I said, that's exactly what I wanted you to call and tell me. I didn't let him do it, but like I just wanted him to fucking call me and tell me he paid my taxes. <laughs> And I don't even know if that's possible. I haven't talked to my CPA about that at all. I don't think that that's possible for somebody to pay your taxes. (laughs) That's a great story. I never heard that story. You never heard that story? No, man. That's absolutely 100% true. You called Ben Sherrington, and that was like the deal breaker. It was like Carl Crawford had to call me and tell me he was paying my taxes. (laughs) I mean, the guy, the guy who you were trading with didn't know the story. So I don't, right? I love it's it. a you true story. story. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, listen, I don't want to keep you guys all night. I appreciate it. Well, that's but, good because uh, I don't want to stay much longer either. No, no. Well, that's why I'm, 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 doing, I'm doing you a favor. I'm wrapping it up. So what happened to Coop? Yeah, no kidding. Coop, Coop's on the clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Coop's on the clock. Coop but, did. Oh, there he is. is. I'm doing professional stuff over, uh, doing my best. All right. Well, Hey, listen, we'll, we'll, uh, anyone who wants to join, we'll be right back here tomorrow night. All right, buddy.